Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the podcast that talks about movies, TV shows, comics, and whatever the hell else we like to talk about. My name is DJ Wildridge, and this is a very special episode because returning to the show is the wonderful Roxy Stryer. Roxy! DJ! <laughs> Roxy, welcome back to the show! I don't know, you you have streamed every day for 15 years now and mm-hmm. i don't know how you do it because i always i always miss a button forget a button something dj what you're missing is i've fucked up every day for 15 years now every day it's like unbelievable how often i can broadcast and how little i get it right like figuring out when to hit the what's of the where's and the who's i feel like i use my pinkies my elbows it's like you're trying to hit all the things at once it's good to be back with you, my friend. It's good to be back with you. I think, uh, how do you feel about, because uh, I haven't made any like formal announcements about what we're doing. Is now a good oh, time to- I felt like you did. I didn't know if you made, here's what happened. Yeah. I was on my show and everyone was like, you're doing OSA again? And I was like, oh my God, you guys knew the second I knew. So what have you said? What, so, who have you told? All I've told, as I went on the Discord and I said that you're coming on the episode today and it's going to be an extra long episode. What I, what I didn't tell them was uh, essentially- uh, for those that were with us back when we had a Twitch show, we had the OSA show. Essentially, the OSA show is coming back with Roxy Stryer. Ro- you're, you, this is not a one-off thing. You're going to be joining me through the end of the year, at least. This is me. I am she. We are we. And that's what we're trying to say. That's what we're um, trying I, to say. I was super secret. That's what we're trying to tell you guys. I was super secret about this because I was like, here's what you know, Roxy. Don't blow this and announce something that DJ hasn't said. Like, don't be that person who, for the first time ever, and everyone was like, DJ told us what's happening. I'm like, but did he? But but, did, but he did he, he though? Did he though? Did he You guys though? are trying to set me up. I, I'm always, I always feel like up. really bad about... Uh, announcing things like I don't know the best time the right time the the best way to do it well I feel like it's with your heart and soul there you go <laughs> there you go so yeah we're gonna be my only advice it's no, good advice I, I know what you mean I, I know what you mean but it's awkward because like you want to make sure even though you and I are on the exact same page and like not only we're on the same page like mentally we're on the same page like literally it's on a piece of paper like mm-hmm. where everything is like signed sealed delivered but I know what you mean because it's like is this person cool with me announcing it what words do I use I can't feel my hands um and so I've been there before too so you never know when you want to spill the beans but now they've been spilled so you guys are the first to know yes we back we're, we're back and we're we're going to be uh uh figuring this new format out we're going to be talking about different things something I was really uh, uh beyond the fact that I was excited to be working with Roxy again um I was excited about the fact that on your show that you do daily that we've mentioned earlier um, you, you basically talk about everything. And so I thought this was a good opportunity to kind of, uh, cause I'm kind of a big dumb dummy that, that knows a very slender amount of things. My, my brain capacity Not true. is a very specific set of things. And so this was a great opportunity to, to kind of expand what we talk about on the show. Answer, you know, it's only stupid answers, answer more of your questions. Um, and there's going to be more exclusive Patreon content for, 
the patrons. Some of this stuff you might see on YouTube. Some of this uh, stuff will be on the podcast. But if you want to watch the whole show, the full conversation, get all the stuff, you're going to do that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. So, Roxy, before we dive into literally all the things, tell the kids at home uh, what you've been up to. And if they don't already know, I feel like they should. But if they don't already know where they can find the stuff that you've been doing. Well, I'm just really excited because I'm looking in the chat right now and it's so nice to see some of these names again. So what I'm up to currently is looking at you, Caitlin and Danny and Glenn and all the people in here joining us right now. Wendy, you guys are awesome. Um, And what I've been up to since being here is uh, working and quarantining and being as safe as I can. I've got my daily show live at the Roxy, which is every single day. I believe I've been live 244 days in a row. So that's a thing that you, uh, you have been live more than we have podcasts i was just looking at this is i believe uh as far as podcast episodes go this will be our 230th episode yeah, so you no, have been uh, live more times than that DJ, i didn't mean to what happened was we were told we were going into quarantine for two weeks and i said buddy old pals i'll be here with you guys every day of quarantine you've got me and then we just stayed quarantined. Yeah. Like the whole time. And I was like, it's only gonna be another month. You can do it, Rocks. Make sure everybody's got a place to go. And like fast forward 244 days later, it's me, Roxy, here <laughs> again, live with Roxy. Um, but it's cool. It's cool because I'm super alone. They're super alone. So now we're super alone together. So if is there is there like an end game like is it once the the second we're out of quarantine you're done or like like uh because i we i there was a great amount of pride that we had in our show that we had not missed a monday there had been a podcast episode every monday like obviously we pre-recorded some stuff to go up and we'd taken breaks but we'd never missed one and because of everything that's happened this year i was like guys we're gonna miss two i'm gonna go on vacation i'm not gonna record backup episodes you're just gonna have to there's just gonna be two weeks without a show (laughs) Yeah, it's been, it's such a great question because I don't know what my plan is here, DJ. Okay. Like, I just don't know what my plan is. I know I, I said this for, uh, for the first time yesterday. I know I'm committing to 2020. Okay. So we've got a month and a half left of 2020. I know I'm going to be live every single day of that. Makes so sense. then 2021, I don't know whether I'm doing a 365 days of this. I don't know whether I'm doing a till quarantine is over. I don't know whether I'm doing a, in 2021, we switch it up to a few days a week. Um, but it, it is challenging, especially like on Thursday, I'm flying, right? Yes. So, so I, sometimes my shows look like 10 minutes of me rushing to the airport on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like that, some, because you can't go up 365 days or, or 243 days without some of your shows being like, here I am in a bathroom on set. I've got five minutes. How are you guys doing today? Yeah. Like, cause, and that's what some of them are, which is like, I don't know whether that's helpful or not, but I don't know how else to do it. No, it makes perfect sense to me. And Danny is pointing out in the chat that uh, he remembers last year when you did 365 Instagram posts. I know. Commenting I know. Everybody, consistency. Everybody's been laughing about that because it's like I tried to one up myself. I was like, you know what I did last time? I posted a picture every day. This year, I'm going to do an hour long show every day, motherfuckers. Like that. That's so silly, but that's what happened, I guess. 2021, you're going to post a full feature film every day. 
wouldn't that be the best? Do you think if I did that, I could get famous? Come on. I have to say, I'm watching in uh, this in the chat and just looking at you. Your camera and like coloring and lighting and just like everything is so fucking fire. Sorry, I keep swearing. I'm just excited. You're allowed to. You are allowed to but, swear on this show. I know, I know. But it's just like, come on, Rox. There are other words in the English language. I look like a, this white pasty bag and you look like this like you're like like a grecian god on set you're just like chilling there and i'm like it's me here again to represent all of the white bag people i i think you're selling yourself short for one but i do have to give a shout out to to my buddy ken who was actually just in town that that helped me a little bit with this lighting setup uh and uh we were just talking about me getting this background set up and if you're listening to this show you're like what are they talking about well you can watch it live at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. That's my plug for that. Let's talk about, let's dive into what we're into this week. Uh, uh, Roxy, uh, what are you into this week? What are you watching or, or reading or whatever that you're into that you would like to share with the class today? So I'm a little behind, but something I've been doing during quarantine is especially female comedy duos or like just badass women performers. Like I caught up on Insecure. I had never seen Broad City. So I've been kind of doing that binge. And the one that I just randomly stumbled upon, I hadn't even heard that many people talk about it, is this show Pen15, mm-hmm. which apparently came out a couple of years ago. And I remember some people were like, that show's really funny, but it did not take off. It's on Hulu. And I was like, let me just give it an episode shot. Let me just try one episode. DJ, when I tell you this show is the most unbelievable, ridiculous premise, you it's it's a cringe show. I don't know how you feel about cringe shows, but you watch it like this, like, oh, dear God, no, no. Because here's what's going on on the show. For anybody who doesn't know, it's a half hour comedy about these two women that are playing themselves, Maya and Anna, and they are in their 30s, but they are playing themselves in eighth grade. And everybody else that's cast is in eighth grade. Love it. So so they are like, but they like kind of look like they're in eighth grade in the sh- somehow in the show. It's not CGI or anything, but they're such talented actors. You forget at times that they're not in eighth grade. But then the show will do cringeworthy things about like their first kiss. And you sit there and and you have to see them with like actual eighth graders, which just adds to the awkwardness. And then they do like clear hard cuts away from it where it's like, we're not actually going to do that. But everything about this show is so funny, so cringeworthy, so bizarre. These girls knock it out of the park, but they also do those random one-off episodes that are very um, poignant. Like one of the girls of the two main girls, one of them is white and one of them is Japanese. Um, And so they do touch on things like how, you know, they have one episode where they're all being the spice girls and like, they made her be scary spice because she was the one that, was also not white, like just shit like this that you don't even realize are these microaggressions when you're younger. Yeah. But for for some reason, this show has not gotten the love that it deserves. Um, and it is it is like off the chain good. Like just pee in your pants funny. A legit laugh out loud. Not like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like even by myself. I'm, I'm loving this show. DJ, did you ever hear of this? Are you ever thinking about watching it? Have you ever seen any of it? I have not seen any of it. I've heard from the people that talk about it. I've heard nothing but good things. I don't remember who we were talking to that had seen it and was just 
over the moon about it. And and I should check it out. I did a sim I, I watched Broad City when it first aired. Amazing. I watched Insecure over the break. Really fantastic. Um uh, but I haven't had a chance to check out Pen15, but I've heard nothing but good things. And I do love the premise of these like 20 to 30 year old girls playing eighth graders with eighth graders. It's it's so good. And somehow they found eighth graders that are really talented. Like, you know how sometimes you're watching those young actors and you're just like, oh, you just can't deliver that. Mm-hmm. It sucks, but you just can't. These people are so good because they're just real. They're like real humans that are awkward and weird and like dealing with, and it, it takes place back in um, the 2000s. So they're dealing with shit like AIM and nice. um, all the stuff. And maybe that's why I love it so much, but the shit that I was dealing with when I was a teenager and going through this. So it, it just is so so good. Everything you can think of from getting your first period to your first kiss to your first school dance to like just like all the things, every, everything, they nail it. There was not one episode where I was like, that was a weaker episode. And I got to the end of season one and I was crushed because I was like, oh, I can't believe I just finished this. And there's two seasons. Mm-hmm. I was like, they had a second. Se- I missed this show for two seasons. It was the best moment of my life. But then I finished the second season. There hasn't been a third one yet. Is there word on whether there will be a third or not? I when I look this up because I don't know if you're like me, you do the same thing I do, which is like immediately when you finish something, like Google, when is season three gonna be? Yes. Um, it it seems like it seems like there it is very possible, um, and they had said yes, but I like not to get my hopes up because think about what happened with Glow. Yeah. Like Glow was greenlit and then it got taken away, and that sucked. Yeah, it's and so. it's tough. Like. Uh, uh, yeah, th- that idea of not wanting to get your hopes up because everything's so up in the air right now. So even if you even if you were going to get another season, like who knows when you'd see it? Who knows when they could film it? Yeah, no idea. And especially with kids on set, I, I bet the rules around that are really strict right now. So I don't know. It just sounds to me like I'm going to have to wait a very long time, but I'm willing to wait. The show is worth it. Do you know uh, now that you've caught up on Pen Fifteen? Do you know what uh, what's next on the docket for you? Uh, I started binging, I started binging the crown, even, even though I'm not that into it. Okay. I, this season's better. It's just so, it's so prestigious. It's the same thing I felt about Queen's Gambit, which was excellently done. Yes. It's an excellently done show. And I don't care about that right now. <laughs> I want things that make me laugh. Like I want things that are funny or weird or just make me forget that we are in this w- bizarre dare i say horrific year of life yeah like just take me take me to a fantasy land i love fantasy right now take me somewhere else make me laugh until i piss myself like that's what i need right now so i need a new comedy i started community did you ever see that yeah i watched it when it aired big fan okay so i started community and i've been watching it but i will say that because they have to crank out as many episodes as they did, mm-hmm. some of the episodes are not capturing me in the way that, like, I don't know that you're supposed to binge it all at once with, it's just been a lot. I like, I'm liking the characters, but it's not hitting for me the way that, like, The Office or 30 Rock or Parks and Rec or any of those other shows that I kind of find it similar to. Yeah. It's not hitting me the way those ones did. How far are you in the community? Only season one. I think I'm on episode, like, 
13 or something. Okay, so I'm going to do that shitty thing that people do where it's like, well, you got to wait till season two for it to get good. No, there's a, there's a point in season one. For me, it was the paintball episode where I was like, oh, I'm in. And I think that's literally the second to last episode of season one. And then season two, pretty much every one of my favorite episodes in the show is in season two. Uh, season three is also good. And then, okay, unfo- okay, I'll get there. Yeah. yeah. And then, unfortunately, there's a pretty steep drop off after season three. But <laughs> the, the, the next two seasons should be good for you. All right. So for me, hold on. So All I right. Did, I'll do it. I did a transition and it said the audio cut out. And now it didn't cut out. I'm, I don't know if you can see Roxy. I'm doing assets. We're doing the whole shebang right now. For me, what I am into. I can't see that. No. Uh, for me, what I am into this week is Spider-Man Miles Morales, the new uh, spinoff of the Spider-Man PS4 game. Roxy, I know that you are a pro gamer. You're an expert uh, at video games. So I, I'm sure that this is on your docket, even if you haven't had a chance to play it yet. Um, but this is okay. so mm-hmm. I, I'm very early on. Uh, I just got the his miles morales's classic suit the black and red suit um but i'm i'm really loving it of course uh for anybody that played uh the original spider-man ps4 game the movement in it is in fact it feels more fluid than that game um also they've spent a lot of time dialing in the way miles moves is distinct from the way peter moves um it's more loose uh they're they're obviously pulling a ton of visual references from the spider-verse movie which would be annoying if that movie wasn't so great uh so big fan of all of that um in fact there's different add-ons you can put on to where you move kind of stop motion style like they move in that movie and when you hit enemies like the different comic booky pow bang stuff will come up so that's a lot of fun um and Who are the big enemies in it? So the we I have yet to meet Prowler. So far, the biggest enemies are a corporation called Roxon, who's from the comics, and a character yeah. named Tinkerer, who is different than the way they are in the movie. Uh, it, it is it is the the identity of Tinkerer is so painfully obvious the second that character shows up. Fortunately, they don't drag it out. Like like within within the same cutscene that it's like, oh, I know who that character is. Uh, they they uh, reveal it to Miles as well. Thankfully, because I was like, if you drag this out, this is gonna suck. Um, but it's one of those that, like it's just a good reminder of how strong a character Miles is. And another cool thing that differentiates it from the movie is in the PS4 game, Miles' dad dies in the first game. So you're spending more time with his mom. Uh, and it's cool because I think a lot of time when people think of Miles, they think of him as the black Spider-Man. But uh-huh. he's also the Latino Spider-Man. And that's it's cool that we're getting more of that aspect of the character in this game. Yeah, I saw, um, I think it was Vanessa Gritton um, who is a awesome chick in our space but she's a latina and she posted like something about crying when she was hearing a superhero speak spanish and it's so cool when like that there is that kind of representation that we i feel like at this point it's like oh no shit there's so many latinx superheroes there's so many black superheroes but like they just don't get the same spotlight so that's pretty awesome and you're not the only person dj that i hear just raving and raving about this i feel like this has been uh, as a pro gamer and mm-hmm. all the people that I follow being pro gamers, of course, this is the talk of the town Yeah, for, for lack of cooler words than that. 
And everyone seems to be really uh, jazzed. Like I haven't heard anybody be like, this is not what I was hoping for. They didn't do this, this and this, right? Everybody just seems really into it. So that's great. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to play. And um, there is still some of the issues from the original Spider-Man game are still present. And there's still a little bit of a learning curve. Like uh, Miles has abilities that Peter does not have, like his Venom Strike, which is basically an electric power the way it's played in the game. And there's, there is a certain amount of, of willing suspension of disbelief to buy into Spider-Man's abilities to cling to walls. It takes a whole other one to be like, when Miles starts using his visibility abilities, like, how, seriously, though, how does this work? Like, how does, what, what is even this sci-fi gobbledygook explanation for how this kid is able to make his clothes vanish? What do you want them to do? Do you I want them know. to explain it? Yeah, I want some sort of, like, at least bullshit. Like, like uh, I remember in... Um, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movie when they do the punch in on his fingers and you see the hairs like that's nonsense but it's enough to be like okay you, you just roll with it like okay that's how it's, that's how spider abilities translate into this human can stick to walls you know what I mean yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that that like he secretes a Da, 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 or yeah. or something. I don't know. I love when you secrete a dot da, da, da. Yeah, da, da, da. Everybody should secrete a dot da, da. Also, I secrete dot da, da, Also, this is the type of this really leans into that the type of universe where literally you can't throw a rock in New York without hitting a thirteen year old that is also a super genius, like yeah. able to to like reverse engineer uh, defense grade tech, even though he's still in high school, like. And then they're also bitten by a radioactive spider and gotten powers. Like, where do these people come from? Where's the just the? But well, you answer the question: New York, New York. That's, that's where, where they, they are. Come from that's the answer. But it's also there's there's a sequence uh, right where I'm at where his his mother is running for city council, I think, and you're going as Miles out of costume. You're going through this fair, and he's interacting with people at the fair, and it's like. This is the stuff I wish the Marvel movies would, the the MCU movies would incorporate more of is him being a part of the community. Like this really is a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. 100%. Miles is not hanging out with Iron Man. He's not hanging out with Cap. He's not doing any of that stuff. He's just a part of this community and interacting with them. And it's so endearing. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun playing it. I'll report back as I get further. And I know, Roxy, this is probably the first thing on your list you're going to be diving into and doing. <laughs> oh, uh, clearly. Actually, I already finished it. Oh, I just, I'm trying not to make you feel bad. Thank you for not spoiling it uh, yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla Marie says, um, isn't Miles just the sweetest baby boy? And uh, she has a question for me if I'm going to buy her a PS5. And I'm not because I'm not buying myself a PS5. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Every single po- person posting their photos with PS5s, I was like, I get it. You make more money than I do. Mm-hmm. I see what's happening. I understand. Also, I don't know about you, Roxy. I'm not an early adopter on things. It's like, I'll wait till you figure out the bugs. I definitely am that way about um, my gaming systems, but also about my phones and my computers and whatever. It's like these, these never work very well the first time. I agree, but now just hearing it out loud, do we just say that because we're broke? Is that our explanation? EJ, the answer to that is yes. Okay. I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept it. That is accurate. Mm -hmm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk about, this has been, um, you know, I'm just kind of coming off a break. Uh, and this has been a tough year for everybody. This has been, I think no matter who you are, unless you're maybe fucking Jeff Bezos who doubled your money in this time. Um, that was dope. I'm so happy for him. Oh, yeah, man. What a cool dude. Um, <laughs> but it's been a very challenging year. So when I was thinking about the episode coming back, the first episode with you, I thought maybe this is a good time. Thanksgiving is coming up. Maybe this is a good time to focus on, despite all the bad, despite all the negative, focus on you know the positives, any silver linings that have, have come out of um, – this year and we've got a few people in the discord like brenda says um uh, she's been thankful for our discord it's one of the few things that has felt normal i know you guys are all going to be here even if i can't get online much day to day um uh, sts 2884 says uh, he's excited to have kept his job through all this um also uh for streaming services internet shows like functions of flagons to keep uh, him from going crazy um uh, Joey is thankful to be over a year with brain tumor free, which is good. Congratulations to you. <laughs> That's Joey. Uh, intense. Um, Roxy, are there things this year that you're, you're thankful for despite all the not so great stuff? So many. Uh, and I think you have to stop and think about this as often as you can. Because otherwise, during this time, you want to throw yourself off a bridge. Like yeah. that's just kind of the truth of it all. Unless you can stop and think, I still have beautiful things in my life. What are they? Then you're in trouble. So I think about this all the time as I've also been practicing mindful meditation and uh, yoga and all those things that like they tell you to do to get right with your mind. So one of the things that I'm the most grateful for, for you guys who remember from OSA, because I talk about it all the time and DJ, you know this because you're my friend, but my grandparents are like the world to me. Yeah. Um, and in March, when everything was going down with quarantine, I was so scared for them. Yeah. Um, they're 93 and 95 and God they bless. live out here in LA and they are super duper active. Like, you know, Grammy go, was going swimming every day and Papa goes golfing and like they just are very active people. Um, and we've managed to keep them safe and COVID free this entire time which is like, I do feel like the universe being like rocks. We're going to fucking help you out on this one. I mean, knock on wood, but like, and they do shitty things too. Where like Grammy will go get her hair done or go get her nails done. You know, it's not like she doesn't listen to me all the time and she's still Mm -hmm. trying to live her life. And I understand because she's like, I'm 93. Don't do this. Don't lock me in a cage. Like, I don't want to live life like that, Roxy. And I don't know how long I have. So please don't make me fucking do this. Um, So, and I get it. And so she does still like have a little bit of a life and I go over there all the time and, and, um, I'm just so, so grateful. There was a scare in the middle where Papa ended up in the hospital for a little bit. um, And she was not able to see him. And usually when he's in the hospital, I'm able to stay with him, but they would only let me in at certain times. It was just like a nightmare situation. And they made it out of that, which is incredible that at 95, he went in and out of the hospital during this time and he was okay. So every single day I wake up and I'm just like, as long as they're okay, this is going to be an okay day. Like, we're doing it and we're getting through. So that's a huge, huge one for me. Um, 
What about you, DJ? Um, well, I think like I'm I'm thankful that you know this this show has been able to go on. Uh, uh, I'm thankful that that you're now a part of the show, and we're gonna be we're gonna be doing the show through the through the rest of the year. I'm very very happy about that because doing it um, solo has been a pain. Not a fan, uh, and uh, I'm thankful for all the supporters that you know the people in the Discord um, that support the show, all the patrons and stuff like that. But also on a personal level, like uh, obviously, I'm thankful for my wife a lot um, because you know we, you and I were talking a little bit about this off air. I tend to view myself as a overall i'm i'm a little i'm i'm high strung uh and i can get impatient and grumpy uh but for the most part i see myself as a fairly emotionally stable person don't have a lot of mood swings um that has not been the case this year and it kind of snuck up on me um uh where i i just i just i would just get hit by like crazy emotions and stuff like that and i'm like where's this coming from and it's like what could possibly be going on it's like oh well you know the whole world's ending but you know whatever other than that you know what i mean um so i'm thankful that you know my my wife has been incredibly patient with me um through all this and uh it's been good to um have her um support and you know she works in the medical field and so it's been nice to have one stable job in the household uh has been good um so yeah i think that's the main thing i you know on a on a broader scale like for the it's mixed but i'm you know grateful the election turned out the way it did i have i've we've been off these past two weeks so i haven't talked about it but like it was it's i was gonna say it's been touch and go for a minute it's still kind of touch and go unfortunately um but like yeah but hopefully it's not really hopefully not really but you know so many strange things have happened in the past four years things that would end careers uh uh the he who shall not be named has just skated by and so it's like who i you know what i mean like i don't yeah. at this point i don't know what applies anymore yeah um, but yeah I'm, i know there's like people like Lindsey graham saying like throw out the ballots no so you, you just never know yeah but so. i i'm hopeful that that things will get to uh i i, I it, that's the kind of unfortunately the position we're in i'm hoping things will get to normal and then hopefully get to better than normal because normal was not great. You know what I mean? Especially not for everybody. So normal's not really good enough. Uh, but that's what we're shooting for now. But I've, you touched on uh, mindful meditation and stuff like that. What are the things that you do to stay positive? Mm-hmm. And, and what, do you have recommendations for, for the listeners about how they can um, stay positive? Because I think the holidays are yeah, going to be really tough do. for some people. I do. And like my things, hopefully I try not to say things like, um, just think happy thoughts, you know, because I feel like so many people are going around and telling us this over and over again. Like all you have to do is just be, you know, think positive and then you'll feel positive. And it's like, that's not fucking helpful. Um, so one, here are a few things that I think that you can do to stay positive that sound small, but make a huge impact number one clean your fucking home that sounds like such a bizarre one but when when we are living in our homes or spending so much time in our house and you have a not organized environment it's not conducive for happy living yeah you have to have to stay organized during this time 
because you ever just walk into your room and you feel anxiety because your clothes are on the bed and your shit's all over the floor and you can't, it's just not even a clean space for your mind to live in, let alone your body. Yeah. So one of the things I think is really essential during this time is staying organized and clean. And you can do that by spending 15 minutes a day. Yeah. Like just legit picking things up so that it doesn't probably one day it will take you a couple of hours to organize everything. Mm -hmm. And then 15 minutes every day, even five minutes a day, just put things back wherever you got them from. It's so, so essential during this time. Um, I take a lot of walks. I get whenever I'm sitting and I start to feel that anxiety, the depression, it seeps in because I'm by myself. So no shit, it happens. Yeah. I tell myself and literally out loud, I go, get the fuck up because when you are sitting down, it is so much easier to go into the sunken place. Yeah. And what is the hardest part is literally just standing up. And so I'll just say, get the fuck up. And then I will go on a 20 minute walk with my mask and maybe a tea. And I'll walk around the neighborhood and that will kind of just feel a little bit more like normal life. Um, I've got a couple of other things, DJ. Am I, is this okay? Absolutely. On my, on my list of things that mm -hmm. I, I do. Um, one of the things that I'm really into also is treating yourself in a way that like, okay, I'm, I'm super into skincare these days, okay. but it's not actually about skincare. It's more about routines, mm -hmm. so like figuring out things to do to a little bit pamper yourself that are not super expensive, that take you less than 15 minutes a day, but make you feel like you're valuing yourself a little bit. Absolutely. So whether that's like. I don't know. I, I went to CVS and I got $2 face masks yep. and there's like 20 of them. So I'll put it on for five minutes and then I feel like I'm valuing myself. And I, and I feel like if I do that twice a week, I know twice a week I'm doing this mask on my face for five minutes. And that's just like something to keep myself in check. So it's kind of less about like actually taking care of my skin and more about just like doing something for me and, and giving a shit about me. Um, and then something that I think is really cool to do during this time is to think about the inner child, not the inner child in you, the actual child that you used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think about something that you loved at that time and just fucking give it a shot again. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what that thing is for you, but like maybe it's like listening to weird, um, like heavy uh, hair metal music that you loved listening to when you were 12. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, drawing a picture of stick figures or whatever it is. But like, think about things that brought you happiness as a kid and trying them as an adult has kind of made me giggle. Love it. Like the, the other day I was like watching pen 15 mm -hmm. and you're playing mash. Did you ever play that game? No. Mash is a game where you would, I think that it was a lot of, um, a lot of teenage girls played this, but you'd write mash on top of a sheet of paper. It stood for mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Okay. And then you would have to write four things in every other category. So it'd be four guys, three guys that you wanted to marry, one guy that you didn't want to end up with, four kinds of cars, three cars you wanted to drive when you were older, one car you never would want to drive, like yeah. whatever. And you do all of that. And then you pick a random number and you go around, you cross things out until you know what your life is going to look like in the future or Love whatever. It. And I was like, things like that were so fucking fun and so stupid. Um, I don't even know how to stop that from happening. <laughs> uh, how do you even turn? Whatever. Uh, sorry about that, no friends. Worries. But things like that were, were so stupid and silly and like held no actual weight or merit on anything that it's just like, that stuff's fun. Yeah. That stuff's cool. I, and I like doing anything that reminds me of being a kid again that kind of brought me joy then. So those are some things that I've been doing just to like, be a human being and, yeah. and try to be okay. 
You got any good ones for me? Uh, for no, I think I think for me, routines are a big part of my life. Like I function a lot on routines. Like the the um, uh, working out. Like I never, I could never figure out working out. And then it was starting small. Like uh, it actually was. It was uh, one of our sponsors was Beachbody, so it started with that. They had like a fifteen minute a day exercise, and so I started that. And as long as I was able to set a time in the day that that's when I did things, I'd yeah. be able to get it done. Like that's I routines are a big part of how I function. Um, uh, prob- probably uh, too often where it's where it's little like I'll have a plan for the day, and somebody's like, "You want to do this?" I'm like, well, you bet I have a plan. But my beach body things. Yeah, you should have hit me up two days ago because now I got a plan, and I, you know what I mean. Like if you, it's too late now. The plan's been made. Uh, so like, uh, I feel that, and it's also a good way of staying, uh, staying sane. I agree with that. I, I uh, of, and, and I don't think. Obviously, I think that's that's benefited us, and it's not necessarily like maybe routines isn't what it is for you. It's not worth trying it, but you, there is going to be something for somebody that helps you stabilize and being able to identify that and, and put you in that place. And then, uh, you know, taking, like you said, taking the time to think about, um, the positive things. Like whenever I'm in, in one of my, my spirals, my wife will be like, you know, cause she's works in the medical field. She's like, do both your legs work? Do both your eyes work? do all these things like then maybe you should stop complaining i'm like that's a good point um so uh think about don't don't forget about the things that you do have going for you um and don't lose sight of that because it can be it can be easy to do that uh in in times like this uh, yeah we- i like that danny m in the chat says i've been getting back into collecting ugo cards just a nice hobby even if i can't play it helps me stay calm and distracted yeah. totally that's the shit that i'm talking about where it's just like i don't even know why this is bringing me joy but like okay it is so mm-hmm. i'm just gonna do it and like as long as those things are not destructive for you because a lot of my friends i don't know about yours dj during this time are definitely turning to drugs and booze and mm-hmm. and also like eating 14 cakes a day and all of those things that you're going to have to deal with after quarantine. I'm really trying to set myself up for success after quarantine. I think it's okay to do things like indulge in that extra cookie right now. It's okay to be like, I had an awful day and I just want to watch TV for three hours. I don't even want to do anything. You know, it's okay to do things like that, but I think a lot of people are causing a lot of future problems for themselves during this time, thinking that it's going to be isolated to this time. But like the shit you do right now doesn't actually go away. Yes. And I think our generation, particularly, I was reading, I think it was a New York Times article about this, but our generation particularly is going to get incredibly hard, hit hard with this because this is taking away some incredibly important years of our lives in terms of relationships, career, you know, like your twenties and thirties are like the time. Yeah. It's the time where you're kind of setting up the rest of your life. So I think that just keep in mind that whatever habits you pick up now, don't break the day that quarantine ends. Yep. You don't don't get to just drink seven nights a week right now. And then the day quarantine ends, think that you can go back to drinking once a week. Like you're, these things are going to stay with you. So anything that I'm developing right now, I'm really trying to make sure is sustainable long-term. And I can spend $2 on a face mask a week. I cannot afford to be, you know, taking drugs every couple of days like that. I can't do. So just make sure you're checking in with yourself and realizing like, this isn't going to last forever. And when it is done, you're going to have to deal with whoever it is you are. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's incredible advice and, and something definitely to keep in mind. And I'm also a big believer in, in trying to set yourself up for success because I think probably similar to you, uh, you know, I had I just said I'm a planner. I had shit lined up for this year. Like this year was supposed to be a big one for me. And, you know, it wasn't. You know what I mean? It was it was big for other reasons. Uh, but other things other things people are thankful for um uh Danny is thankful for uh his family uh and his health first and foremost um he's also thankful for his uh podcast uh the the one he's doing which by the way Danny I think you're in the chat right now uh, remind me what your podcast is so I can give it a shout out um that's exciting and uh da, 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 da. he gets a uh got to talk with some really cool creators this year robbie is thankful for her mom's health she had radiation and chemotherapy this year so we've had an extra we had to be extra cautious but thankful she is cancer free which is amazing wow um, that's awesome to a cancer free person and a person without a brain tumor guys you guys are like the coolest group ever you're killing it uh killing uh, uh killing is probably you're doing great uh, uh da, da, da. you're living it you're, you're living, living it. it you're living it i'm also thankful for all the streaming services i have being able to watch a show or listen to a podcast has been extremely helpful this year um mm-hmm. kayla's thankful for uh video games uh uh she wants to know are there any games you're excited to play either old games or new games that haven't come out yet well you just talked about that's not a video game but you're excited about mash that yeah that, that oh brought God. you joy it's so, it's so fun yeah i love the the thing that i'm obsessed with and i don't even know if you know this dj every single day i play solitaire really I am so obsessed with solitaire. So uh, somebody just showed me a new version of a solitaire app that's got some like cool compete solitaire against other people. So I'm excited cool. to look into that. Cool. Um, <laughs> this is probably the least exciting answer that anybody's ever given on this show. But like all the new versions of solitaire, I'm here for it. Like I love that game. Listen, there are no wrong answers or dull answers. Um, only these. stupid answers. Uh, Danny M says, "Take out the vowels from stupid." Take <laughs> out the vowels from stupid. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll throw that to you at the end of the show. Uh, Danny M says, "It's the next issue podcast." So check out if you're looking for a podcast to listen to. Check out Danny's podcast. And I be- like that name. Before we go, Roxy, we got some Thanksgiving questions uh, to answer. Uh, one is from Glenn Caesar. Uh, which do you choose? Turkey, dark meat, or white meat? cranberry sauce canned or freshly made so on the turkey end is it dark meat or white meat and for cranberry sauce is it canned or freshly made i'm one of the people who truly truly likes dark and light meat equally okay so if if i had to choose typically for thanksgiving if we're doing a whole big family thing which obviously we're not this year but if we are i go dark i would go dark meat because more people like light meat so i would take the stuff that people didn't want Mm -hmm. But really, I'm 50-50. What are you? What about uh, – for me, I'm not a turkey fan. I, 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 If I'm being honest, Thanksgiving is not my holiday. I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest turkey fan. Uh, I, what other Thanksgiving stuff? I'm just not – for me, the good food time is Christmas because with my family, we bu- we busted out the honey-baked ham at Christmas. We usually had some homemade mac and cheese. Uh, uh, so it, when it's like, oh, Thanksgiving, we're not going to do this stuff, I'm like, oh, no. So oh, sad. no. As long as you give me my Christmas food, I'm good to go. Uh, and I think a lot of it comes from just I'm not the, I'm just not a big turkey boy. I guess white meat. I I, I don't really care either way. The people I, who don't like turkey that much are definitely white meat fans more. Than okay, dark. there you go. So that's that's the answer. What about cranberry sauce? Do you have an opinion on that? It's I'm not I'm not into cranberry sauce. I'll eat it if I need to, but to me, I'm a big stuffing and gravy person. I do like stuffing. So, 
I don't love stuffing gravy turkey and then the cranberry, I feel like takes away from the other things. There's already so much going on. I love mashed potatoes. I love sweet potatoes. I like so many other things that the cranberry sauce I find to be slightly overpowering. Again, if it's on there, it's not like something that I won't eat. I just wouldn't put it on my plate on purpose. Gotcha. uh, But if gun to your head, somebody forces it on your plate, you're like, all right, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. Because it's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough. It's just not great. Is there so you mentioned mashed potatoes, uh, sweet potatoes, all that stuff? Is are those your like things? Are there any Thanksgiving go tos that you didn't mention? Pumpkin bread. Okay, that sounds great. Every year, yeah, my mom made this amazing pumpkin bread, um, and so after she passed, my sister and I every year make the pumpkin bread. Is actually kind of a controversial a point of contention in my family because one year somebody else ma- like brought the pumpkin bread, knowing that we had already made pumpkin bread. They tried to bring like a new pumpkin bread recipe. It was like, get that shit out of here. We have one pumpkin bread in this house. Um, but yeah, we love making pumpkin bread, and it's so good if you put like a little bit of butter on it, whatever. I mean, it. I love pumpkin bread love pumpkin bread you can do some with chocolate chips too if you're really going for it. it's like next level that's amazing it's really like a cake that sounds no frosting, but it's so good that sounds great because i i'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie but that pumpkin bread sounds incredible yeah it's so good pumpkin pie i'm not a fan of either the, the consistency is just so mushy agreed i i feel i feel the same way i i uh their pumpkin cheesecake though i'm on board with that you know the one thing I hate hate is cheese. But it's che- but that? what if you made it a cake? But cheese is on pizza, Roxy. It's on I burgers. You can put cheese on I everything. I can have a burger without cheese and pizza. I rip the cheese right off and eat that bread and sauce. Nom, nom, nom. So what I'm hearing is that you're not a big pizza fan. I love pizza no. without the cheese. But then it's not pizza. Yeah, it's really bread and sauce. So But if you just took the cheese, there's got to be versions of pizza you can get that are specifically designed without the cheese in mind. Yeah, like I'll do I'll do any kind of vegetable or chicken barbecue chicken. So I'll do like barbecue chicken and the the onions and the sauce and the bread. But what really makes pizza pizza? Right. There's plenty of people who do white pizzas. They just do it without the sauce. So why is that so different than me doing a red pizza? Well, I think isn't white pizza supposed to be with Alfredo sauce? I don't know. Okay. All right. Listen, that's our question to the audience at home. Let us know what really constitutes a white pizza. And finally, Kevin asks, do you mix and mash it all mash it day after like a champ? When you're Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving, do you mix it all together and just eat it as one big thing or do you kind of keep the nation separate? You mean like literally blend it all? I think well, so my family's tradition is we take the leftovers and typically we make a sandwich out of it. That's a big thing. Oh, th- they do that on friends. See, there you go. And I think, um, I think what he's talking about in this circumstance is I don't think you blend it, but I do think you kind of like mix it all together. I mean, I'm definitely not one of those people who separates on my plate. Like this is where the mashed potatoes and this is where the turkey, like I like it all on top of each other, but I'm also not sticking my shit in a blender and, <laughs> and mashing it all up and like baby feeding it to myself. <laughs> So somewhere in the middle. That sounds good to me. Like I said, uh, for me, it's probably, you probably make a sandwich after. I, I keep my, I don't know, you keep it, you mix it together. Yeah, I, I think I'm the same way, same way as you, in between. So let us know in the comments. You could uh, tweet us, uh, comment us, whatever, whatever, uh, your thoughts on Thanksgiving or what you're thankful for. It did me, it did my heart good seeing what you all were thankful for. So feel free uh, to tweet me at DJ Talks Trash and let me know Um 
what what you're thankful for. Roxy, uh, I think this was a really good inaugural episode of the return of the Only Stupid Answers show. If you all want to listen to it, uh, the next this this episode and the next episode, I think are going to be kind of like a, a on a on a moving schedule because Roxy wonky. is traveling. Yeah, a little bit wonky, but we're going to be settling into a more regular schedule uh, down the line. So just stay tuned to the Discord or Twitter uh, for more info on that. But before we go, Roxy, remind the kids at home where they can find you, what they should be checking out that you're doing. I'm everywhere at Roxy Stryer, and I tweet about all the things that I'm doing. So just follow me there to keep up, because if I started listing every show, we'd be here for a minute. Yeah, live with Roxy every day, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. You guys get it. And you do it at a, at a regular time as well, right? I do. I do it at 1 p.m. So, you know, if you're ever feeling lonely at 1 p.m. Pacific time, come hang out with us. I have to say that the people who are in there are like such dolls and very welcoming. So if you're intimidated to join a new group of people, they are the least intimidating, most friendly, welcoming, like love when new people come. So come join us. You will be you'll be uh, greeted with open arms. Well, I remember I guessed it on your show. uh, What? Ended up being early on in its run, uh, and uh, <laughs> didn't know that at the time. Didn't know that at the time, and they were incredibly lovely. If you want to find out more about this show, um, it is fan supported, uh, and if you want to listen to all the stuff Roxy and I talked about, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/OnlyStupidAnswers. Roxy herself has her own uh, Patreon as well. That's Patreon.com/slash/RoxyStryer. That's true. Nailed it. Uh, it's easy because it's your name. Um, and uh, so please go check those out. Uh, you can uh, also check out our reviews at youtube.com slash only stupid answers. And you can follow this show everywhere it matters at only stupid answers. But yank out the vowels of stupid on oh, Twitter. It's been so long. It's been so long. So uh, more exciting things are coming down the line. Please stay tuned. Please like and subscribe. That's for YouTube. That's not what this is. Uh, please rate on iTunes. It's been I think it's been like forever since we've asked you all to rate stuff on iTunes. Get on that shit. We need to start uh, bump, bumping up the algorithm so more people can check out this show. Well, uh, we should read their iTunes reviews every week. We we should check that out. We should be if but you need guys need to go do them for us to go read them. You gotta do them. So you gotta go Just do that. Do it. I think that's all the things. Did I remember all the things? You nailed it. It used to be it used to be so easy. I just had Sam do all the things, and now now I have to remember. Yeah, we love Sam. We love Sam. I just uh, I just hung out with him. Uh, I was telling Roxy this. I just hung out with him the other day. He's humble doing, brag. He's doing well, and he sends his love to y'all. But we'll see y'all next week. Have a happy thing, happy and safe Thanksgiving, Roxy. You have a happy and safe flight. I want to thank everybody that joined us on the Patreon chat. And we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.